Welcome to Stranger Bridgerland Podcast. True stories of the paranormal, ghosts, hauntings, cryptids, glitches, and more. Hey guys, welcome. I am John, and this is... Annie. Annie. And we're here to do some more Stranger Bridgerland podcast. We appreciate you guys listening. We heard some great feedback from the last one, and it's... uh, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. It's been nice to hear from people that said, keep doing the podcast. We missed you guys, which was really nice. Yeah, we got some really sweet notes. Thank you to yes. whoever sent that. Yes. Thank Shout you. out to everybody out there who, who've reached out, and it's it's been great. And um, just some updates. So on October 13th, I will be speaking at the Brigham City USU Lecture Hall, Um I'm going to be there with uh, my friend Nicole and talking about stranger things in Box Elder County, some of the haunted places there. So uh, at 7 o'clock, October 13th, and um, we are going to be in Malad Malad as well, um, speaking. You threw me for a loop. You didn't tell me you were going to ask me I didn't tell you I was going to ask you that one, but... We're um, coming up in October. Yeah, October is kind of busy for stranger weirdy stuff. Twenty sixth, Wednesday the twenty sixth. Wednesday the twenty sixth at we'll be five p.m. Five p.m. We're going to be in Malad. And last year it filled up pretty quick. I think we we used every chair they could find yeah. in the library. They only yeah. set like ten or fifteen chairs out because they didn't know how many people were going to come. And then before it was over, they had the whole the whole area of that library filled up. Yeah. That's cool. And it was a lot of great people. It I was. got some great stories out of that, too, because a lot of people contacted me and said, hey, I got a story, and I was able to it was a know, lot of fun. meet a lot of people. And Yeah, it was a lot. It's a lot of fun to go out and do. Um, we've done some at, uh, like I said, we're going to do a couple. We I've done a couple for USU, and I've done some for Logan City, and one for Malad, and so it's fun to get out and talk and just... You know, meet people. Meet people and go over, especially where we had to cancel Para-X this year. Wah, wah. I but know. I kind of feel like we have less talking to people now that we don't yeah. have, we didn't have the Para-X this the, year. Yeah, but um excited to get into October though. October's going to be busy and fun and as always, spooky season for sure. Mm-hmm. John's talking to some people. He's going to be on some other podcasts as a speaker. Yes. So. Yep. Going to be on Into the Fray. I'm going to record that this week with oh, our it? good friend Shannon. Yes, Shannon Legro. And so I just I'll be love on that. Shannon. Yeah, she's awesome. Um, she's a superstar. And um, I've been on several others. I, I couldn't list them all right now because it's crazy, but I have some more coming up with that spooky season and so yeah it's just a lot of fun this time of year for us yeah it is and with the books and everything it's great so and we just appreciate everybody yeah thank you for listening yeah thanks for listening and we we hope we entertain you as we go along (laughs) um but tonight we're going to talk about something that we touched on last week because it piqued my interest and i have so many stories about it and it's one of those things that i'm not sure what it is exactly but it is doppelgangers so we talked about it a little bit what what do you remember about doppelgangers i'm gonna put you on the spot i I remember last time you talked about how you had a doppelganger and it was like a bank robber (laughs) it was a bank robber yeah he was robbing banks and and that's kind of um you know 
doppelgangers really fall into two kind of categories. Mm -hmm. The one is actual physical people out there that look like you. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen um, videos and TikToks where people are like, I met my doppelganger and they meet somebody on the plane or something. They look just like them. Mm -hmm. And then there's the paranormal doppelgangers, which are a lot more scary and weird and creepy. Or cool if they're or from cool. another dimension. You know, right, if it may be they're from another dimension. Exactly. You know, you never know uh, exactly what's going on. There is one in, I believe, my second book, a story about a gentleman. Uh, he was a student at USU, and he was on near um, Old Main. He threw a blanket out because he wanted to study. It was a nice, warm spring day. And all of a sudden, a shadow falls over you know, the blanket and he looks up and there is him himself looking at him and the other him has a bike just like his bike. And he said, the only difference was, so he's a big Seattle Seahawks fan and he had a Seattle Seahawks hat on. Well, this guy had a Seattle Seahawks hat too, but it was different colors. It was a different, slightly different design and different colors. And after he got off the shock, he tried to talk to the guy, and the guy jumped on his bike and took off towards Old Main, and he jumped on his bike to follow him. But when his doppelganger went around the corner, he disappeared. Hmm. He just disappeared. And that one, where you may, when you were saying from another dimension, that one I almost feel like it was a doppelganger from another dimension that ran into him, and they were both scared kind yeah. of a deal. because. Somewhere in another dimension, there was a guy that told another me a story about when he was riding a bike on campus and ran into himself on a blanket, but his hat was different. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, you, yeah. So it's it's really strange, the whole idea of doppelgangers when it comes to the paranormal. But it goes back a really long time through folklore and everything like that. The word doppelganger itself is actually a German word for double walker. It means double walker, hmm. which is um, meaning the, the same person, I guess, kind of walking kind of a deal. And um, for a long time, uh, different places had different names for it. Um, the I think it was the French called it, uh, and, and actually some of the English literature to begin with, I called it a, a fetch, which is a funny thing. A fetch, mm -hmm. which is somebody looks just like you, but with nefarious circumstances. Hmm. Um, so, like I said, throughout all of history and culture and religion and traditions, there's this story of doppelgangers. And for the most part, it's always a bad omen to run into your doppelganger. Um, one of the first stories that I could find that were actually written down was um, about, the first one was about a man named uh, uh, John Don, John Don, who was an English metaphysics professor and poet in 1620. So this is a long time ago. Yeah. And he was in France, in Paris. And saw his wife on a bridge, okay, and tried to get to her because she wasn't supposed to be there. Mm -hmm. And but by the time he got to her, she had disappeared. Um, only to find out that that very night, his real wife 
had lost their first child in in childbirth. Oh wow! Um, the baby had died in childbirth, and he attributed the the bad luck of seeing her doppelganger to it. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, that's really weird. But that was one of the first, you know, written down ones that uh, somebody actually wrote down about seeing somebody's doppelganger. Hmm. Um, later on, uh, in eighteen twenty two, the English poet. Um, Pierce Shelley drowned. Um, he drowned in Italy, in the bay. And a few months after that, his wife told the story uh, to his friends and wrote it down how um, he, uh, a few days before he drowned, he had run into his doppelganger into oh, the man. city. And um, he had seen his doppelganger was unable to catch the guy, but then two days later he drowned. Oh, wow. So, again, another harbinger of, of, of bad luck, so to speak. Um, and that seems to be the theme, especially back through, you know, history about seeing your doppelganger. There's another term. It's called dead ringer. I don't know if you've ever heard that before. Um, yeah. Dead ringer. Yeah. So do you know where that comes from? Uh, well, it no. must come from this. It but, comes from this, right? But it, I think of dead ring. I think of the guy that hits the little post, and the the little thing goes up and hits the bell. At oh, the, oh, right. Oh, yeah, at a yeah, fair, yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. So, um, this the the idea of a dead ringer comes from in the eighteen hundreds, especially. Um, medical everything was not great. Well, yeah, and. They actually back then also had a really hard time telling when you were dead, apparently. Oh, because I know where you're going with this. Yeah, so because because I guess you know people didn't bathe a lot and they stunk anyway, and and because they didn't have any way of embalming people. Yeah, um, it was at that time that they buried you quick. You know, oh, he's dead. Let's get him out. He's going to stink, and so. What happened was you had instances when people were buried alive. Oh, man. And um, so this guy had invented this thing that um, was when they buried you, they buried a string that went from your grave down into your into your casket, and it went up to a bell. And so you people would wait at night to hear if they could hear the bell ringing. And then they would dig you up because you're like, oh, I'm not dead. Hello, get me out of here. Oh and God. that came from the word when you see somebody that looks just like another person, it's a dead ringer for them. Oh, see, that doesn't, that story wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't lead me to say, oh, that's cool. That's why that term came right, that It term. does kind of a twist on that. Right. But... but you said, oh, that guy's a dead ringer for what's his name? You know, I've, I don't know. I've used that term, but I don't know if you've ever used I've that term. I've never used that term. Okay. Well, uh, that's where it comes from. And... You guys out there will have to tell us if you've ever heard that term or not about a dead ringer. Oh, that that girl's a dead ringer for, you know, Sophia Loren or whatever. I don't know why that popped out. But, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's another term for a doppelganger. Um, but it, it's just interesting. There has been an explosion lately, uh, probably the last four years, of people seeing doppelgangers. It's was not it's always been fairly common paranormal experience but it seems like that a lot of people are more having those experiences i have gotten a lot more people that i've interviewed or sent me emails telling me stories and um, i thought it would be fun to share 
a couple that I haven't written yet, but that I'm planning to, that are kind of creepy about Dead Ringers that will give you an idea of where some of them come from or what, who knows what they are. Um, if there's if there's really more out there, maybe it's just a digital world where we're able to have access to people a little bit more. But if there really is that much more and it doesn't have to do with the accessibility of technology, maybe something's coming. Maybe something's coming, yeah. That's what, isn't that weird? Yeah. Um, and, and again, we talked too about, I believe we talked last week about how the idea that you have these entities out there that are also taking the shape of things to scare you or taking shapes of yourself or loved ones and who knows what that's that kind of what i thought that you were going to be talking about with right. doppelganger i guess yeah. i didn't realize you didn't that you had so many stories around the sort of bad luck looks like me right kind of well, doppelganger. And, and i have to be honest and nobody that i have interviewed um who's seen a doppelganger um, whether it's themselves or a loved one has necessarily said they've had bad luck after so who knows I but say I think that they, you didn't hear the story from them because they, they didn't live no but <laughs> but you also have that section of doppelganger stories where um people uh something is imitating family members or friends mm-hmm. and trying to lure people into the forest or into an abandoned building um, that happens a lot too, and that might be something different than other doppelgangers. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, for example, when I told that story about the little boy uh, chasing his cousin into the mountains, mm-hmm. um, when I told that story on a show, I had a woman contact me who said that she was camping um, in Logan Canyon as well, and she was a teenager at the time. And they were there at camp and everything. There was a bunch of friends and family. And all of a sudden, her cousin comes into camp and just starts yelling at her and and saying, why did you do that to me? What's wrong with you? Where did you, you know? And when they finally got her cousin calmed down, she found her cousin related that she was up from camp a little ways, just on a little walk. And something that looked just like her was trying to get her to follow her up the canyon. Same kind of deal, you know, follow me up the canyon, come on. Follow me across the road first, and she did, and then it was trying to lead her up the canyon, away from everybody. See, that's super sneaky, because it's either really supernatural, and you're just hearing it that way, mm -hmm. or the thing has been stalking you for a while and knows knows the the voice of your loved one like either one is really weird when and a lot of the stories too when it comes to some of the doppelganger stories especially this one in particular and the the one with the little boy they never say anything they're just motioning for them to follow oh is that it yeah they're motioning they look just like the cousin but they're like motioning him for him to follow Mm. and leading them away and her cousin had followed this thing that looked like her for a while and then came tearing down the canyon scared and when she saw her cousin at camp she still thought it was her and like but but she had been there the whole time with with everybody at camp so again it's another thing where um something's trying to lure people away which is super creepy yeah if we go camping i'm just gonna tell everybody don't motion to me right like we're gonna if, use hand signals we're gonna use hand signals that's what i'm saying secret hand signals secret hand signals yes <laughs> yep talk to me you know tell me anyway wow. it's interesting but so there's those kind of doppelganger stories and then there's a few others that are that have little wrinkles and and strange things dealing with them one story that i collected that i interviewed um was uh by this gentleman named will 
and um, one day he's driving through town. Um, he lived in a, a medium-sized town. They had stoplights and stuff like that, but it was really, I believe he said it was Sunday morning. I'm going to have to go through all my notes on it, but it was pretty much dead. There wasn't a lot of traffic. Well, he noticed this black car next to him, this old black car, and he looks, and it's his brother-in-law that's driving the car, and and so he's waving, trying to get his brother-in-law's attention, and finally they stop at a stoplight, and he honks to get his brother to look, his brother-in-law to look at him, and his brother-in-law looks at him really mean and rolls down the window, and he rolls down his window, and he's like, hey, where are you going? And, and his brother-in-law just yells at him like, mind your business, what are you doing? I don't know who you are. And he's like kind of taken back. And then the really strange thing happened. The, his brother-in-law looks away from him and then looks back and his face has completely changed. And now instead of red hair, he has black hair. What? This guy's face had completely changed and had black hair. And he was kind of in shock, obviously. <laughs> and the guy took off and and just drove off and turned a corner and was gone but he's like i know i wasn't imagining it when when at one point it looked just like my brother-in-law and the and next next second it was he was completely different he said that his brother-in-law was is kind of a heavier guy so um you know kind of got cheeks and everything and red hair and when he he looked just like that when he was yelling at him too and when he turned and then came back, he was a skinny guy with, you know, very sharp features, sharp nose and chin, kind of a dale, um, and black hair. And wow. gave him a dirty look and just drove off. So it's like, what is that all about? It's when you go home and lock your door. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the funny thing, it happened right in the middle of the day. We're in the morning. This isn't a nighttime oh my goodness. incident. This is during the day. <clears throat> so that one was really strange, too. Um, not very many that I've seen where people, whatever it is, changes in the middle of it. Mm -hmm. And so it's really kind of creepy for sure. <laughs> but, hmm. um, so weird. Another story that I collected that I interviewed a woman, uh, a woman about when she was little, she was around 10 years old, she said, and she got up in the middle of the night. She had to go to the bathroom and she had to walk past the front room to go to the bathroom. And so she got up and kind of turned the hall light on and was walking to the bathroom. And she noticed her mom was sitting at the couch on the couch in the front room. Mm -hmm. And she's like, well, that's weird, but I've got to go, you know, so she hurried to the bathroom, went to the bathroom and then came into the, the front room and was like, mom, what's going on? And her mom just sit there, didn't look at her. And she's like, mom, what's going on? What, why are you up? Is everything okay? And her mom turns to her with just this horrible, like, mean look on her face and just stares at her. And she's like, Mom, what's going on? And Mom gets up and walks around the couch and then goes out towards the kitchen and then out the back door of the kitchen. And she's, like, freaking out. She's like, is Mom sleepwalking? What the crap? So she runs to her parents' bedroom to wake her dad up to be like, we got to go get Mom. Mom, something's wrong with Mom. And when she flips the light on, her mom is in bed with her dad. They're both asleep. Oh, wow. And so she wakes them both up and tells them what's happening. She's crying and everything. And um, her mom gets her calmed down. Um, and 
her parents didn't necessarily believe her. They thought she was maybe sleepwalking or dreaming in her sleep. Mm-hmm. But the back, the kitchen door was open to the outside and everything. She said, I didn't open it. Mom did. And oh, wow. she's, she's just adamant. I mean, it was seared in her mind. And, you know, she said, of course, she was a little groggy when she woke up and had to go to the bathroom. But um, by the time she was out of the bathroom, she's fully awake. You know, and remembers talking to her mom and remembers the mean look her mom gave her and getting up and walking out. And Ooh. that one's a really creepy one. That is and, creepy. And there is a lot of stories, too, about um, doppelgangers taking shape of people's moms. And mm-hmm. um, one I read not too long ago, it's not my story, but I read it, um, was uh, his mom had, he was getting ready for school and his mom had run off to work. And he was finishing getting ready to school so he could just walk to school. And he heard his mom call down from the kitchen saying, breakfast is ready. And he yelled down, I thought you went to work already. And she just looked around the corner with like this creepy smile and then went back into the kitchen. And he calls his mom, Cell, and his mom's in the car driving down the road. So he takes off like down and out of the house quick. And um, his mom hurried back. But when they got back, there was nobody in the house. But he said he remembered hearing his mom and having her look up the stairs at him with a creepy smile that was looked like his mom, but like had the countenance of not his mom, if that makes sense, with that creepy smile. Makes me me picture like that that movie that's coming out where everybody's smiling really creepy. Right, smile. So (laughs) they did one of the most amazing um, promotions for that. They paid people, actors, like minor actors, to go to baseball parks, Major League Baseball parks last week, and bought them seats directly behind the pitcher, the catcher, uh-huh. and sit there, stand there with creepy oh, no. smiles on their face through uh, an entire inning. Oh, no. While they promoted the movie. They just sat there with creepy smiles on their face. Can you imagine being the pitcher? Trying to pitch a game with creepy people with creepy smiles behind the base. No. I was like, they were like, that is really ingenious to promote a movie, though. But Oh, my gosh. That would creep me out that so would, bad. That would. Especially because, you know, you can see it on the screen. Right. They the show them on screen. the screen. And, and on the board underneath had, you know, Smile, the, the movie, because it's called Smile. Oh, my and, gosh. Yeah. Talk about, about creeping. Like a really genius marketing idea, but yeah. it's creepy all the same. Exactly. I need something like that. I need something like that to promote my books. Like have creepy people at the mm-hmm. Aggie game. After this weekend, there'll be a lot of free tickets to Aggie games. So maybe I'll just sell <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> it hurts to be an Aggie fan. Ouch. Anyway, it was terrible. Anyway, I digress. But uh, yeah, so, so there's a lot of creepy stories out there. You know, there's a ton of just really cool, uh, creepy doppelganger stories. Um, I'm trying to think if there was any more that I could touch on. Um, of course, there was one in, in my other book. It's called Not My Cousin 2. Uh, the little girl, she lived in, well, she was in high school. She was a freshman, I believe, and she's on her way home from school, and her cousin uh, shows up in an abandoned building trying to get her into the abandoned building. She mm-hmm. follows her in and I remember that went one. through part of the building and realizing that's not really, it looks like my cousin, but it can't be my cousin. And then running home and her cousin's already at grandma's house kind of a deal. And so that's happened. You know, those kind of things happen quite a bit. I don't want to say all the time, but. Um, you wonder if they're, if that, whatever it is that's luring people is 
truly playing a prank or whether there's something nefarious going on? Well, with as many people as there are that go missing, um, you wonder if like these people, if they had followed them too far, if there was something going to get them, you know. Don't follow them. Don't follow them. It reminds me um, of It, like the book It. Oh, yikes. With the, yeah. the clown. That's shaking. a creepy clown, That's man. a creepy clown. But it's kind of the same thing, like at the beginning of the book and slash movie, when the little boy loses his, his boat down the, the sewer and the clown's down there and lures him close enough to get him. You wonder if it's not something like that. Oof. You don't know, but... Chills. All right. <laughs> there's, there's more things in heaven and earth than, you know, can we know explain. about. Yeah. But, so, yeah, that's that's doppelgangers. And again, what they are, <clears throat> who knows? And I think it could be, you know, a combination of things. Mm-hmm. Um, because people have also talked about seeing loved ones walking through the house mm-hmm. that have passed away. And that could very well be their loved one's spirit. Mm-hmm. You know? So, well, that person's not around anymore, so it's not really a doppelganger. Right, I guess you're right. It's their dead ringer. Their dead ringer, right? <laughs> it's their dead ringer because they're in the ground. Um, but yeah, so it's it's one of those things that just makes you really think. You know, it's, it's kind of out there on the fringe of is that a cryptid? Is that a haunting? Is that... You know, something else paranormal? What yeah. is it that's causing it? Mm. It's, uh... Well, with... It's, and with eight... What did we say the other day? Eight billion people in the yeah, world? Yeah, about almost real close to eight billion eight people billion in the people world. Eight billion people in the world? Like, how many different... Different genetics can be all put together. Like, right, like how exactly. many how many times is there going to be somebody that really does look a lot like you? Right, exactly. Have you seen? There's a really cool video, and um, if I can find it, I'll link it. But I'm not sure where people have gone to museums um, to see paintings, and there'll be a, a really old painting of somebody, and it looks just like them. So they oh, take yeah. a picture of them by next to it. Yeah, and stuff. or they or they look like somebody from their family history. Like they're right. they could be identical twins with how they look with so much so much alike. Right. Yeah, that's crazy. And there's a whole section too of, of people who claim that there are celebrities that have lived forever because they show old photos of like Civil War soldiers that look just like um, the actors now. Keanu Reeves is... I, I was going to say Keanu him. Reeves actually is immortal. I don't know if everybody knows that. He's <laughs> going to live forever and look like that forever. So There's a couple him of stars. Him and Paul Rudd. It makes me sick. <laughs> look at me. I'm Paul Rudd. I'm nice and I'm fancy and I have all kinds of money. And <laughs> him and Bradley Cooper. That's the one you oh, usually say yeah. that to. I can act and sing and direct. Look at me. I'm Stop. <laughs> he's gonna listen to this and give me No, I hope so. That would be funny. He'll maybe he'll ask for a book. No, that would be that would be awesome. So Ke- Keanu or any of those people yeah, know, just anybody, mentioned, you let us know let we'll, us we'll know. give you a book. We'll and come I'm just, read it to you. And I'm kidding because I'm like super jealous of those guys being so talented and handsome and attractive. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. But Anyway, yeah, so that's Doppelgangers. That's uh, kind of a delve into Doppelgangers. Again, it's been around forever, and you should definitely be afraid of them if you see them. So, Yeah, but, well, I, I'm afraid of them. I'm. You talk to one every other day. 
or every day on the phone. Well, she and I don't even look close enough to be a doppelganger. I have a twin I sister, an identical twin sister. You guys look. I mean, you. I can tell the difference, obviously, but you know, you guys look a lot alike. Obviously, well, if you I... met on a train, it would be you know, selfie time. We feel like each other. I don't know. You don't think so? I don't know. Maybe, I, don't know. I don't know. It depends on your hair. If like you guys have the same haircut, which you do every once in a while, yeah. then you do. Yeah, so. and the same color. And this, or the same color, yeah. Yeah. A little bit. It so. is weird. It is. I would imagine it would be weird, so. Yeah. Well, my, my parents said they could only stand one of me, so they were glad I wasn't a twin, so. Uh-huh, whatever. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. <laughs> I heard that more than once growing up, Oh, so. my goodness. Well, that's because your dad had older twins above yep. him and younger, younger twins, twins below, below him. him that's so. why that was a joke. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But. Well... John's quite the jokester today. Yeah, apparently I'm on one. So anyway, uh, again, thanks for listening, everybody. This has been Stranger Bridgerland Doppelganger. Uh, feel free to reach out, OlsonJ243 at gmail.com and go to strangerbridgerland.com to find out about the books and where we're going to be speaking. I got to update that and just uh, contact us. Again, say we love the podcast or reach out and say you guys stink, please stop, whatever you want to do. So, <laughs> or if you have an idea of yeah. another podcast we could be on, or yeah, um, or you know, you have a story to share, or you want to give some feedback about the, the podcast, maybe you yeah. say, you know, Annie's great and John needs to just tell her what to say. Yeah, <laughs> could we just have a lot more Annie, no. or the other way around, or if you guys have anything, if you have something in the paranormal that you would like to know more about that would be another one good one to shout out to us we'll do some research and tell some stories and yeah because even some if, information even if you don't like your story you don't want it written down in a book um john has really connected maybe not connected people together but connected two and two together for a lot of people who have had weird experiences mm-hmm. and felt that they were alone in those experiences yeah so um he's got so many stories kind of in his head now that it would be it would be great if there's anybody that just really wants some feedback on their story because you know sometimes stories are just so strange that it's it's nice that you can kind of do some research and help them figure out what it is or right. you you've heard somebody that this has happened to already right yep i can i can definitely let you know you're not alone and other people have experienced it or it's related to this or so yeah, yeah but we listen, We appreciate everybody that listens to the podcast, and we love your feedback. Yep. So thanks again for listening. I am, as always, John. <laughs> you say as always. As always. And I'm Annie, always. And, <laughs> until next time, guys. Thanks. Bye. Thank you for joining us in the world of the paranormal. For more stories, visit StrangerBridgerland.com.